We had some premier racing happening last weekend with the Chili Bowl happening in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It also dirt bike racing, Monster Energy Supercross. Round one was at Houston, Texas. We will give all of those results on this week's edition of Motorsports Update. It's time we're going to talk about the Chili Bowl. And before you say anything, it is not a bowl of chili. It is a six-day indoor event at the Tulsa Expo Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is quarter-mile track with sprint cars competing on the dirt-clay mixture. The first five days are used as qualifying. Drivers will attempt to be in the A feature. The only way you can really be in the A feature without qualifying is being the defending champion. And one other driver for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, we talked about Tuesday through Friday. That is all qualifying. But on Saturday, 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 Saturday is the big day for racing. It begins with the M feature. Goes all the way down to the A feature. Drivers, if you want to make it to the A feature and you're on the M, you basically need to be in the top 20, excuse me, rather top 5 for 12 races. All in one day, by the way, which is nearly impossible. So they have all that racing, but the only one that really matters is the A feature, and that's what we're going to talk about. 55 laps, 24 drivers competing. Drivers you might recognize from NASCAR include Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell. And uh, at the end of the six-day event, the winner, unsurprisingly, Kyle Larson. He's been dominant when it comes to sprint car racing. And this is the second year in a row Kyle has won the Chili Bowl. So with that, five, six days of racing, Kyle Larson comes out on top. We have some IndyCar driver news. And no, it is not someone retiring. Marco Andretti has announced he is no longer going to run full-time in the IndyCar season. He will instead race in a select few races, for example, the 500 he has said he will compete in. He did hint that he might be running a few endurance races like the 24 hours of Daytona, 12 hours of Sebring, 24 hours of Le Mans. And also, he might race with his cousin in the IMSA Weather Tech sports car championship now he wanted to make it very clear that he is not retiring so what does this mean we won't see marco andretti full-time that's really all that it means he's not retiring though which is good news if you are an andretti fan have you heard of anchor it is the easiest way to make a podcast it's a free way to make a podcast you don't have to pay you can edit the podcast on your phone or computer Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. We had dirt bike racing. The Monster Energy Supercross has returned. Here's some things that you'll need to know uh, before you, we get into full details of the results each event has a 250 bike and a 450 bike 
250, 450. That refers to the engine size in cubic centimeters. Also, 250s and 450s do not race together. They race separ separately. And in fact, over the 17-week season, the 250 is divided into two classes, the East and the West. Those are some stuff that uh, you'll need to know. The top, there are two heats, heat one, heat two. Top nine of each heat will make it to the main event. If you are not in the top nine, you will get to compete in the last chance qualifier, where if you're one of the top four, you will get to be in the main event. We won't really cover the last chance qualifier unless it's a uh, championship contender down there, because frankly, none of them really do anything in the main heats. We will start with the 250. These 250 riders are from the East Tour, not the West. So Heat 1, it was won by the Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki, ridden by the number 38 of Austin Fortner. He is going to be someone who I expect to be a championship contender at the end of the season. Heat 2, it was won by Star Racing Yamaha's own Christian Craig, rider of the number 29. Here's what you need to know about Christian. He had not won an event in five years. That would all change. Here's the podium. In third place, we had the number 64, 64 rather, Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha with Colt Nichols. In second, he's the guy I told you to watch out for, the number 38, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki with Austin Forkner. And then the winner. And the number one that he will have, he's number one in the points. He will have the red number plate, being that he is in first place in the point standings. Christian Craig, the Star Racing Yamaha, number 29. This was, as I said earlier, Christian's first win in five years. So he was pretty emotional on the podium, which was. I don't want to say it was great to see if you don't like people uh, crying happy tears, but uh, that made for great television. Well, we covered the 250 class. Now it's time to move to the 450. Those are the uh, bigger bikes. And uh, Heat won. It was won by a new team, Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing, the number 51 of Justin Barsha. Heat 2, this man, he is always someone who's very good in the heats. It is Rockstar Energy's Husqvarna, number 16, Zach Osborne. Near the end of the 450 uh, main event, he would fall off of the bike. That's totally normal. He was okay, but uh, that would not cause him to be on the podium. Speaking of the podium, here's the podium. KTM Red Bull, number 25, Marvin Muscan. I saw him compete when I went to Supercross back in 2015 at Lucas Oil Stadium. He was pretty dominant in the 250, and he has still been someone good in the uh, 450. He just, I believe he got hurt last year and was an, a, unable to have a full season. Second place, Team Honda's number 94, Ken Roxon. Roxon is going to be someone who you are going to see near the top of the podium for sure. Then finally, 
number one for the third year in a row, Justin Barsha wins a season opener this time. Though it was for Gas Gas Factory Racing Red Bull. The number 51 there. So that's a new team. So that, if you're a uh, someone who hasn't watched for a couple of years, that probably confused you. Uh, that confused me too because I didn't pay attention to the offseason that well and just saw, oh, wow, there's this new Red Bull team. What the heck? But, uh, congrats to Justin Barsha. He will be having the red r- number plate, meaning that he's in first place for the points. And finally, here are the upcoming events. Monster Energy's round two and three for Supercross will be at NRG Stadium in Houston. Show two is Tuesday the 19th at 8.30 on Peacock. And a delayed broadcast will air at 10.30 on NBCSN. These are all Eastern Standard Time. Round three, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. on Both Peacock and NBCSN. Round three, by the way, happening Saturday the 23rd. That's really the uh, only major racing news. IMSA's doing qualifying at Daytona. I do know, well, it's not even qualifying. Maybe it's just testing. They aren't doing a very good job explaining what exactly is happening with the uh, 24 hours of Daytona the week before. They just say something's happening, so I apologize there. I don't know what's happening they're just doing something at Daytona. That's all I know. And uh, with that, we've done. We're done. We have no more news to cover. But there are some stuff you need to know. Support your local businesses in any way you can. Stay safe. That's really all for me. Now here's the unimportant stuff. But well, it's important to the show. You gotta add me on Twitter. Max G Sports. Again, that is Max G Sports on Twitter. That is where you can find show updates and more. You can email the show at maximumvolumepodcast at gmail.com. Leave a voice message via Anchor to be on the show. That is in the description. You can follow Maximum Volume on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Casts. With that, we will see you next Monday for week four of Motorsports Update.